Welcome to the People Podcast. Our mission is to provide an interviewing platform that is all-inclusive. We believe that everyone has a story to tell. So tell us, what's your story? Welcome to the People Podcast, where today we have our very special guest. We have Heather. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so may or may not know, Heather is actually my wife. And so she is going to be kind of telling us a little bit about herself and going through... Uh, some of her her life story so well i don't know how much time you guys have because we could be doing several episodes if you want my whole life story this is be part one yeah part one <laughs> heather part one heather part one yes. right it's like the rest of the story so before we get into the actual story part mm-hmm. we do a little icebreaker where we ask you random questions and Oh, we have to answer them. We do this to everybody. So, okay. Jay should have warned you. Uh, she did not, but that's okay. That's pretty much how our marriage goes. We just kind of spring stuff on each other. Oh, Keeps nice. us on our toes. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Favorite color? Favorite color. Uh, I have like four. So, it's like blue, oh. black, green, or gray. No. You got to pick one of the four. Black. Black. Black is your favorite color. Black okay. is my favorite color. Okay. And Jay, you have a question that you may not, may not or may or may not already know? Let's see here. What is your favorite cartoon? Oh, my favorite cartoon. Uh, can it be a graphic novel or does it have to be a cartoon on TV? Cartoon on TV. A cartoon on TV. Um, that's really hard. Actually. 90s from the 90s. Oh, I don't know. I was going to say Robot Chicken. Does that oh, count? That, does that yeah, count as a cartoon? That does count. I okay. love yeah. Robot Chicken. That, 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 that does count. I'll give that to you. Yeah. Okay. And. My last, well, my last question. I'll give you another okay. one. No, my on. last question for you is your favorite guilty pleasure song. My favorite guilty pleasure song is probably going to have to be anything by Pink. Uh, but if I had to pick a favorite Pink song, it would probably be. Oh, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pick. Um, I, was like, I don't know that song. No, okay, okay. I'm going to say a guilty pleasure. So what? Uh, guilty pleasure usually it usually is a song that that randomly people don't generally like. Like people do oh, like. Oh, okay. So uh, it's a guilty pleasure means you like it, but probably nobody else in the world's gonna like it but you. Oh, uh, well, I was just listening to "Send Me on My Way" this morning. That's kind of one of my guilty ones that kind of gets the energy pumping. Um, That's a good song. Uh, I don't think I. We'll take one of those two. So as we said, I don't really her guilty. Guilty pleasure food. Oh, yeah. you should ask her that yeah. so she can divulge that. My guilty pleasure food? Yeah, I know one. Tacos. No, tacos. But not but everybody loves tacos. Um I know one. Bean dip <laughs> and cheeses. Yeah. She also likes to eat cold. Bean bean dip and cheeses. Hmm, that's an interesting combination. She, bean and cheese. Oh, I get so it. Good. She can eat Right out of the refrigerator. <gasps> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> she just lowered her head, everybody. Right. She, that. she just went, oh, lowered my head. Oh, I already know what so, you're So, right out of the fridge. <laughs> cheese dogs. Cheese hot dogs. Just eating oh, regular. Oh, I was like, cheese dogs? Just, eat, just oh, so eating them. hot dogs. Yeah, hot dogs. Just like regular cheese hot dogs. Just out of the fridge. Just takes one out and just starts gnawing on it. <laughs> well, it's basically a bologna with cheese. It is, she doesn't like but I don't she like It's because they ain't got the cheese stuffed in there. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, so if I like surgically open it up and then put like a cheese stick, you know, or like a like a like a stick of cheese, I would probably eat it. 
No, because you're like, <laughs> it doesn't taste uh, the same. If you're going to do that, you might as well just like take bologna and cut three slits in it, fry it, melt some cheese on top of it, and dot some bread and put it in half. Put some I mustard on it. it. That's some awesome food. Nope. So I, I told her, it. I said, why don't you get, because uh, she wanted to get, what is it? She likes cheese dogs in, or I'm sorry, she, yeah, she likes the Franks from the, from Ravioli's. You know, like the the ravioli, not spaghetti. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I told her when it's like bologna too. When she couldn't, when she couldn't find it one day, I said, "Why don't we just chop them up and put them in there?" It's not the same. It's, it's not, not the, the same. same. I, I have it's very more processed. Weird... <laughs> it is more processed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have very it's a, weird salt content she's missing. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so <laughs> I have weird food preferences. So I will not eat um, twisty pretzels. I, but I'll eat pretzel sticks because to me they taste different. And I know it's the same thing. In my head, I tell myself it's the same thing, but I don't like the hard, twisty pretzels. It has to be pretzel sticks. And she doesn't like regular Twizzlers. She likes the peel, pull and peel Twizzlers. Yeah. Well, I guess well, they're that, more fun. They're more exciting. They are kind of exciting. <laughs> they're more sticky. They are more sticky. <laughs> they are more sticky. I like the. Uh, I also like frozen hot dogs too. Frozen hot dogs? Yeah. Well, you know them? Yeah. I've never seen you eat the frozen ones. They're kind of weird. Frozen hot dogs? Yeah. You just you eat a frozen hot dog. Yeah. You have to, like. It's like a popsicle? <laughs> right. No, that would not go very well. <laughs> I come around the corner and be like, what? 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 What's going on there? <laughs> right. Do, do we need to have a chat or something? You like eating the. Frozen? The, do you cut them? Just chop them? No, you just bite it off and eat it. I like frozen tater tots too. Ew. I, it's just one of those things. Well, we have a whole can of worms, didn't we, Jay? You yeah. did. And I don't drink anything cold. Everything is room Very temperature. Delicious. Except my iced coffee. And she can drink stuff. So me and her have talked about this, and I think it's so disgusting. I can't you do never it. yuck somebody else's yum. Okay. What is disgusting? Um, and I will straight up tell anybody this. I'll be like, it so uh they let's see, what is it? Um are you talking about when I leave my code red on the nightstand overnight, yes. and then I get up the next morning and I just grab it and go yeah. a coke, a coke, yeah, or a pop, yeah, I say pop. It's so done. Is she flat? Yes, and she's like, doesn't I can, bother me. See, and that's nasty. That's <laughs> so nasty to me. It's either nasty or she's not wasteful. Your pick. I give her mine. I'm like here. <laughs> I'm gonna drink this. You want this? Yeah, this she'll be like, hey, days. this sat out overnight. I can see like a cat just going. Meep, meep. Sliding <laughs> over, sliding over. Yeah. Here you go. It's kind of flat. Yeah. Right, right up your yeah. alley. Yeah, right. That's what it is. So you know, it, it, well, I drink mostly water now. But when uh, when I was drinking like pop, and it would set overnight because I would open it and then I close it and it would set, but it would set overnight. I won't drink it the next day. I will. Oh, she it's will. closed up. It's fair game. Well, no, I'm talking about just no. in a regular container, like when you're getting from a. From like, like a fast, food. fast food or whatever. But see, I don't order oh, ice. Oh no, in. no, no! I don't order ice in my drinks. So if my drink were to sit, it's not going to get watered down. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Still does not matter. It's just flat. It, 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 she's not wasteful. Look at the positive side. Literally, it's just one of those. Hey, whatever makes her happy, I don't care. Well, we, we have thoroughly opened this podcast up. I mean, we can keep <laughs> going. I have. This. So I don't consider myself a picky eater. I just have weird preferences. Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, wait. Oh, we're going to get to this. This is going to be, I, I can see we're going to have lots of parts of this episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, this works. Let's go. Like, 
<laughs> I don't eat pork. I don't like pork, so well, like I won't let's, eat pork let's, chops or pepperoni. Let's get this this first part out. Well, we broke the ice. Obviously, the ice has oh, been yeah. broken. The ice has been broken, Slash even though I don't use ice in my drinks. Has been broken. <laughs> so now what? Are we just gonna keep talking about my weird food habits? So Heather, wifey poo, what's your story? Depends what you want to know. I am an open go, book. You can go back as early as you want to, because this could be a five-parter. So <laughs> it don't was, hold back on us. It was a it was a stormy night when my mother <laughs> so, decided to put me. I out. mean, it was a winter storm, and we had nothing to do. <laughs> I don't know if it was a winter storm, but it happened in Germany where I was born. Um, what part of Germany do you recall? Ostrovos. And she can pronounce yes. <laughs> yeah. No bueno. My parents were American. My dad was in the army. Uh, my mom was actually born and raised in Kentucky, had never been out of the state. And they got married after, I think, only like six months of really dating. They only met like twice. And they got married and he whisked her away to Germany where she had no family, no friends, and couldn't speak the language. Then nine months later, ta-da, here I am. <laughs> I am here. And uh, we moved back to the States when I was very young. I was only a year or so old. We lived in Texas for a while. Uh, then we moved to Hawaii where I got a younger sister who is now an alpaca farmer. So that's a whole nother story there. Uh, <laughs> true. We moved to Kentucky when I was four. I lived at Fort Knox for 11 years of my life, and we moved to Louisville when I was 16. And then I've been kind of everywhere all over the U.S. since then. So we get the backstory. That's a basic backstory. A basic yeah. backstory. <laughs> Let's move into your school years. School years. I know Fun. being on a, a military base, going to military mm -hmm. school is yep. very different than a regular public school or a Catholic school. Or very much so. Civilian so, school. So, tell us tell us about your experience in the military school. So growing up on base, going to those schools, it was very structured but also very lax at the same time. We learned a lot of things that when I came to public school, it was so different. We did not wear uniforms like everybody thinks, you know, military school. We didn't wear uniforms or anything like that. Uh, unless you were an ROTC, then of course you wore a uniform once a week, which I did do. I did two years Army ROTC and I did two years Marine Corps ROTC. Uh, the Marine Corps ROTC was when I moved to Louisville and had to go to Fern Creek the last two years of high school. So it was definitely a culture shock. Like I said, I was 16 when we moved to Louisville and I was getting ready to start driving and, you know, all that fun junior and senior activities that go on. But I was actually terrified when we moved to the city because where before I met so many people of so many different nationalities. I had friends all over the world. I moved to the city. I'm going to one school with, it was mixed gender, race, you know, things like that. But it was a very different atmosphere. And I had to wear a uniform. And that I was not, it was very strange to me that a public school had us in uniforms. Whereas I went to military-based schools and we didn't. So it was definitely a culture shock moving to the city. Oh, I can see, I can see that definitely. Oh yeah, very much so. So, so are you still in contact with some of the friends you made when you're in military school? Yes, actually I am. Uh, I do have a really good friend. Her name is uh, Amanda Kinnon. Uh, she, I believe, is still living in Georgia. 
and she has one daughter and we do we don't talk all the time uh, it's more like you know we like each other's facebook posts or we'll make a comment things like that uh and there was another girl her name is julie that i grew up with on base as well and i'm still in contact with her and her mom so uh and there was a teacher that i had that i'm actually friends with on facebook as well when i was in the military like on base school. Were you at Fort Knox school? Mm -hmm. Yes, I went to Fort Knox. I went to Van Voorhis Elementary School, Walker Middle School, Scott Junior High, and then Fort Knox High School. And then when we moved to Louisville, I went to Fern Creek High School to finish off my. So it's a big difference. It is. It's, it's a very big so. difference. Mm -hmm. Which is a good school, by the way. It is a good school, but it is. It is a good in, school. In comparison to a lot of schools in the city, that's one of the better ones. It is. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Outside of Catholic schools, obviously, I think that they're probably the best educated schools we have. But they're also funded by tuition. That's <laughs> true, too. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> for the best sure. Of the best we can pay for it. <laughs> exactly. Most definitely. Well, thank you for sharing those bits of information with us. You're welcome. Where do you want to go from here? But, I'm not sure. Um, let's let's go into, okay, we, we have you through high school. Mm -hmm. You got me through high school. I graduated in 1998. That just showed my age, but woohoo. That's okay. That's, that's fine. The, 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 you want to put any dates on there or whatever? You can well, I turned, I turned 41 this year, so I'm now officially in my 40s. See, before when I was just 40, it was like, I'm just 40, but now I'm officially into my 40s. So. Yeah, once you hit that next year mark, that <laughs> one mark, you're like, oh, now I'm into that. Mm -hmm. yep. So, next graduated, <laughs> went to Marine Corps Boot Camp, Paris Island, South Carolina. Uh, that did not work out. I was medically discharged and sent home with a check and pretty much the clothes on my back. Uh, oh, I had a couple odds and ends jobs. Uh, I did some pre-K kind of teaching work uh, in a church daycare, so that was fun. Uh, ooh, KB Toys? No, that was high school. I worked at KB Toys in the mall for a while, but oh, that gosh, was in high um, school. That will date you right there. <laughs> that will right. date you right you there. I forgot that was that. in high you school, though. Right. Um, a long time ago. I got married at 18 and I moved to North Carolina and I did not work when I was in North Carolina. Uh, divorced at 19. I got it. No, it was about a 10 month marriage. Uh, and then I got remarried at 20. I had my kiddo at 21. And I held a couple odds and ends jobs. I worked at a place called Archivers uh, that was in a mall here. I, I see a trend here. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> well, I also malls, worked right? in. You were young, though. You were still. I was. Young. I was still very young. I worked at the airport. I worked for a vision care center. I was a contact specialist. So I did like the contact exams, things like that. I've also worked in an adult bookstore. I have also been an exotic dancer. Uh, uh, adult bookstore. That was a fun Let's Let's stop there. You want to stop there? I figured. <laughs> we want to stop there and, and hone in on some of the action. Oh, yeah. Now, that would definitely be a whole episode of some of the stories that I have we, from there. Okay, we don't have a whole lot of time for that. This episode, we're going to get a gist of everything. And then we're going to go deep dive in later episodes. This okay. is going to be a re reoccurring episode. Okay. Let's stop there just for one second. All right. And tell us about maybe your weirdest customer you've ever had at the adult bookstore. Hmm. The, I don't know about the, the weirdest. The weirdest or the most craziest story? Just, I think the weirdest right now, we, get, we want to take the crazy for later. Let's get the, um, the weirdest customer, like, that 
maybe you had a hard time waiting on, waiting on, or they you, they either asked for something you didn't have. <laughs> so okay, I'm gonna say this is the weirdest, but I don't know. It's okay. We it's not in my craziest list. It's not in no, my craziest. We say we're crazy for later for the next episode. I would say, okay, so I do want to start off with the fact that I was one of two women that worked in this store. And women didn't frequent our store very often. It was predominantly men. And whenever a woman would come into the store, they were always very excited to see a woman behind the counter. So that, I, I mean, I got thanked all the time for working there. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you work here. Thank you. Because they don't feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? But it's all male-dominated. Yeah, because it's kind of a male-dominated thing. Um, the weirdest. It was on Preston. Yeah, it was on Preston Highway. Yeah. Uh, you remember, you know what I'm talking about? Preston Book and Video is what it was called. Yeah, I remember it. I probably living in Knoxville at the time. I probably don't Maybe. remember. I was not here. I don't recall that. I um, went in that store one time. <clears throat> well, a couple times, actually. So we had booths in the back private viewing booths. We also had a theater that you could go in. You had to purchase tickets for the theater. And then the booths the were kind of like the, you put your money in the Wait. slot and the movie starts playing. I see. I think theater. I'm thinking like these, like theater seats. Um, like no, it was not theater seats. We did not have theater seats. We had couches, recliners, things like that in there. I went to one. Were they covered in plastic? I'm just asking. You no. Right. Which is where, the, see, that's where you said the crazy stories yeah, no, come well, in with the theater. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I remember that one. We don't want to go next episode, but yeah. okay, finish your weird story. So, so. The, weird, the weird thing was, is the individual movies that you could go in, it was a booth. You went in and you shut the door. You could lock it. And then once you put your money in we had a board up front that let us know like it lit up that money had been put in we <laughs> hit the button and the movie would start you so, get, you get a selection of the movie or you just, just get what you, you get? get a selection okay, okay yeah each booth had something different playing i'm gonna like it. that movie <laughs> right yeah, i've seen that one before <laughs> right right seen that one plenty so, of times so in some of them there were, is this like, this is a censored podcast no. or no? Okay, so there were glory we holes. You're 18 up, you're fine. You're 18 there up. were glory holes. So I was trying to be like, you know, it's a movie theater, it's a movie booth. But um, some of the booths did have them in there. Now, after I had been working there for a while, uh, a lot of the guys got to know me. So they knew who I was. And every hour I would have to go through and I would take a mag light with me gloves and I would have to like empty trash cans spray down the seats clean the screens and the thing or whatever what do you show the seats with how do I mean uh it was a disinfectant like bleach mixture that we would spray down so with. these couches were probably vinyl or some sort right? mm -hmm. yeah and the most of them were in the individual booths now in the individual booths it was like kind of like a chair you would see in a doctor's office just a basic chair with um a roll of paper towels and a trash can and then, of course, you had your movie in front of you. And so I would have to go through every hour, empty trash cans, wipe down the chairs, wipe down the screens, and make sure there were paper towels. Wipe the screen down. Did you catch that, Jay? Oh, yeah. Yes. So, and the, the, the screens were actually pretty cool, though, because they were, like, built into the wall. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like a TV. It was actually, like, built in. They had, like, plexiglass in front of it. So Yeah, for that reason. Yeah, for that reason. Yeah. So, yeah. Get I can back. only imagine why they have that <clears throat> oh what i know why again yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so a lot of the guys like i said i would go back there and if i was coming back there to clean i always announced to myself 
because we never turned the lights on. It was always dark back there. Well, you got to announce yourself. You don't know what's going on in there. Exactly. Right. So, well, these are in the individual booths. This is not the theater. I'm talking about what's going on in there. So (laughs) I would always announce that I was coming back to clean and I would just start at the front booth and it kind of made like a U shape. So I'd start at the front booth and I'd work my way around. Well, I was about three booths in and (laughs) that one, that particular booth had a, one of those glory holes in it. And I'm wiping everything down and all of a sudden here comes a penis through the glory hole. They just heard somebody on the other side. And I took my mag light and I just, I didn't hit, I tapped the end of it and was like, hey, put it away. I'm not who you think I am. And all of a sudden I hear, oh my God, Heather, I am so sorry. I didn't realize it was you. And I was like, put it away right now. So I would have to say that was one of the weirdest interactions I've ever had with one of my customers. He actually ended up leaving out the back door because I embarrassed him because I bonked him with the with the back lights. <laughs> I didn't do it hard because I know that would be mean. So I just yeah, kind of like gave him like a little tap, like, like hey, hey, put it away, like get go away. I don't want it. I'm gonna hear it. <laughs> knock knock. Excuse me. Can you uh, remove that, please? Housekeeping. Right. It's housekeeping. 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 Interesting story. That's a great story. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, that's that's probably the weirdest interaction I've had with a customer. I had people ask me some crazy stuff, but when I look back on it now, I feel like it educated me, and it's really, to me now, it was not a crazy question. At the time, I was still kind of young, and I was like, really? Why are you asking me this? But now looking back on it, it was actually educational. So now when I frequent those stores, I am able to, you know, look and say, okay, yeah, this is worth the money. This is not worth the money or this is going to be enjoyable versus not. A lot of people want to say it as like taboo kind of thing. Yeah, I don't see it as taboo anymore. When I was younger, I kind of felt maybe it was taboo because when you're younger, you're always told, you know, that you're not supposed to do that. And then, of course, I would just go out and do whatever the heck I wanted to because you told me not to. And then now that I'm older, I'm like, you know, it's really not that taboo. It's actually very normal and healthy Healthy. to do those things. So, yeah, it actually was very educational working in a place like that. So, Okay, we we spent quite a bit of time on that. Yeah, that one story. Which is a good topic, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Jot this down for next week. I was going to say, jot down your, jot it down. We can we can do some more episodes of Heather in the adult bookstore. Oh, it's like Alice in Wonderland, right? Heather in adult bookstore land, right? <laughs> let's let's go ahead and get to the your next. I know you said you were also an exotic dancer after, I was. after your stint mm-hmm. at the the adult bookstore. Oh, these are not in order. These are so. Oh, these are random. Let me chronological. So oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I've had we need to... a resume, Lady Ooh, Heather. I know. <laughs> I've also been a bartender. And okay, let's let's look at the let's look at the is like the answer fairly quickly. Okay, and because there's so many more stories to get. That was way before me. I got the job on a dare, a dare, a dare. Me and some work friends when I lived in North Carolina went out one night, and we ended up at a strip club, and they were very slow that night, so they were letting amateurs essentially go up on stage and like give it a shot, and so. The girls that I work with, they dared me 
to do it. And I have a very hard time not taking a dare, depending on what it is. And so they took me in the back. The girls hooked me up with an outfit and I got out on the stage and I did my thing. I danced and woohoo. And when I got done, of course, I went to the back to put my clothes back on. I made a lot of money that night. I went to put my clothes back on and the owner came into the back and said, when can you start? Well, Amtrak just turned to professional night. <laughs> so uh, I worked there for a very short amount of time. Uh, my kiddo's father found out I was working there. We actually, well, the kiddo wasn't born yet, and we were only dating at the time. He found out and came up there, and he pretty much said, you can leave now um, and keep me in our relationship, or you can stay here, and I'm walking, and we'll find out. I'll, I'll explain to y'all later that I probably should have stayed. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have my kiddo, but uh, I probably should have stayed. And now I'm an entertainer, as a drag entertainer. Though. Oh, she keeps your clothes halfway on. I Yes, I don't take them all the way off anymore because the, the bar in North Carolina that I worked at was full nudity. Yeah, you And can see those are very you. rare to find yeah. now. But, uh, but yeah, it was 100%. <laughs> so. Well, you also said you were a bartender. I was. I bartended at JT's on Preston Highway. Mm -hmm. I also bartended at the airport for a while. I think the airport bar is unique. Are you it serving, is. Are you serving alcohol all night long? All day, all night? Uh, pretty much all day and most of the night. Not all night. We did close. Uh, I don't remember. Probably for cleaning. Yeah. But we would close, clean up, and then I would just come in the next morning. Most of the time the bar opened at about 11. So when you're bartending, mm -hmm. what was the drink of choice of people in general? At the airport? Yeah. Beer and a shot. Shot. Unless there was a layover. If there was a layover, then they would come in. We had a snack bar attached to the bar. They would come in and get sandwiches, and then they might do like a round of drinks. But predominantly, it was beer and shots. It was very rare I got anything like a margarita or anything like that. Just worship Starbucks, too. I did. I was a barista at the airport as well. Oh, cool. So that's kind of like bartending, it but a, slinging coffee yeah. instead of slinging shots. Just as important. Just as important. Especially oh, at the yeah. airport. Oh, yes. Those red up lights. Oh, yes. So the bartender at KT's. JT's? JT's. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. JT's. No, no, no. You're good. I think of Justin Timberlake like, when I'm here, JT. <laughs> but, do they even, I don't think that, that bar even exists anymore. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't think I've ever been in there. But what was the drink of choice there? Was it beer? That was definitely beer. Unless it was the weekend, then we did drink and drown which was, it was $5 for a cup, and then we would do mixed drinks. So it was like vodka cranberry, things like that. Uh, but predominantly, I worked the day shift. So it was a lot of guys getting off work. They would come in for a beer or a couple beers before they would go home at gotcha. the end of the night. So I was the happy hour bartender, and then I worked every other weekend. So I didn't work those very often. I was predominantly the day shift because I had a younger one at the time. My kiddo was right. three, maybe, at the time. So I would work slinging drinks while they were in school or daycare, and then I'd go pick them up on my way home. Gotcha. Oh, I hate that. I didn't do that. Don't worry about it. Oh, I hate that. Going to a strip club and they do that? I hate that. They click their heels together. They shake. Oh, my God. That, that It annoys. makes your butt jiggle. It annoys the ever-living shit out of me. Okay, back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. Okay. Right. Open here. Okay. <laughs> well, we appreciate you sharing your story about um, working as a bartender with us. Oh, sure. Do you want to continue this this uh, work line? Sure. That's 
that works for me. I mean, over the years, I have gained great customer service skills. Well. Crickets. <laughs> crickets. Crickets. Okay. Okay. Great customer service skills. That could be construed in a bunch of different ways. It could. But we're going we're gonna to assume intent of that you're really good with dealing with people and any issues that may arise. Yeah. Well, while, while may you're... arise, all right. <laughs> Especially in the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, for sure. Well, and you opened the door. As that you one. said you made money, so <laughs> right. I did. I made good money. We're gonna leave it there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so, uh, bartending was the next one we talked about. Yes. The, I mean, the last one we talked about. Mm -hmm. Where to next? Where, where are we going next? From where, where we go? North from, Carolina. We go no. from no. We go from working, not necessarily in a timeline specific, yeah. but your job. Uh, that's where we talked about. Does the Adult bookstore, mm -hmm. bartending, bartending is Starbucks. erotic dancer, uh -huh. and next was Starbucks. Um, Starbucks. I did work as a barista in the airport mm -hmm. uh, for Starbucks, which is actually the job I had before I started bartending at uh, okay. the airport. And no, these are not in order. These they are not. In order. These are kind of just no. random jobs. You can remember how to cut to cut her head. Right. Uh, so I was a barista there. Um, just, I mean. Like your typical Starbucks, I made drinks just like everyone else. It was a little bit more fast paced because a lot of people wanted that cup of coffee before, you know, they got on their plane. Amen. And at that time, you were able to bring drinks, you, you know, your own drinks on the planes, whereas you can't do that now. Oh, remember those days? Yeah. I do. I remember those you could roll the, you could take your Pepsi bottle mm -hmm. and your coffee sure and yep. your own snack bag. But now... Really? Now you can't. Um, I do believe, though, I think if you purchase it past the gates, I think you can take it because they know you purchased it past security. But, so I think that has changed. You can do that. Now, I don't know. But, after but, security um, check, you can. Yeah, after security check, if you purchase something at the food stand or uh, the bar or whatever, you can take that on the plane with you. So I do think that has changed. Uh, I did get to meet a lot of celebrities working at the airport. Uh, Alice Cooper. Ashton Kutcher, uh, is her name Mila Kunis, Kunis I believe is mm -hmm. how she says it. Uh, I met the drummer from Coldplay. Oh, so nice. I got to meet, you know, some really cool people. They were all really down to earth, just kind of hanging out. Got some autographs, of course. So that was pretty cool. Um, I also halfway learned how to flag in a plane. Like when they come in to park to unload and load or whatever you want to call it, that was pretty cool. Did did they were short one day and it's like, hey, you the bar used to go over here and start flying right. down. No, it just you get to know the people that work in the airport because they you know they come through just as much as we do, uh, back and forth through security, and of course they want a cup of coffee too. And so a couple of the guys that that was their job, they kind of were showing me like the little hand signals and things that they use to bring the planes in. So what it was actually kind of neat. What to... is how do you go to school for that? I'm not sure. I don't know. Do you go to school or do they teach you on the job? They yeah. might teach you on the job. I'm not sure. Well, how do you apply for that? Be like, I'm on a plane flagger. That's true. It's like the people who are on the side of the road, they'll decide that it says, please slow. Oh yeah. You know, the people that hold the side. They make a like, lot of money. They do. It's because it's, it's a high risk job. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Turn that sign. For sure. It is. Yeah, because they're the first ones to get hit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the airport, it was, I mean, it was pretty laid back. Like I said, it was kind of hectic sometimes, especially if flights were delayed, things like that. People, their, their, the tension was higher. Their, the demeanor. 
yeah, it, it was a little bit yeah. different. So you definitely had to know how to keep your composure and not, you know. Hence the customer service comment earlier. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, but I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. So it was it was interesting. I liked meeting all the people and hearing about where they were from or where they were going. So it was pretty it's cool. It's interesting job. You hear a lot of different people's stories, I'm mm -hmm. sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it was pretty cool. What else, um, what else you got in, in, in your uh, resume right before? Oh, uh, I worked for a company called Archivers. Uh, it was a scrapbook uh, photo preservation type store. That was one that was in the mall, too. We mm -hmm. That was in the mall. Okay. Mm -hmm. My kiddo was a little bit older when I worked there. They had started school. It was a part-time job that I took once they started school. Because for the most part, when my kid was younger, I, I was a stay-at-home mom mm -hmm. for the most part. Um Working in the mall or working at archivers in the mall was pretty cool because I got to teach people how to craft, how to scrapbook, how to preserve your photos, make cards. And I was actually one of the instructors there. So I would actually teach classes, teach people how to stamp scrapbook. Like it was a make lot of stuff. Make, yeah, make cards and postcards. And then we would do these uh, scrap things on the weekends, like on Friday and Saturday nights after the store was closed. You could reserve a seat at our table and you could come in and scrapbook on our big tables that we had. And one of our instructors, such as myself, we would kind of walk around and if anybody needed help or, hey, how can I do this? And we would let them use our tools for free to complete their projects. And so I got to teach people that way as well, how to do their little photo projects. That's kind of cool. Scrap it is. It was actually really neat. Coming a lost art. Unfortunately, because it's all gone digital, unfortunately. So actually putting it together, uh, taking that time, people just kind of dropped off from it. Uh, I don't even think there's an archiver store open anymore. That's well, sad. It is sad because it was actually really, really cool company to work for. And uh, I actually had a lot of fun doing it. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's not the same seeing it, seeing it and touching it. There's two different things. Right, and I'm very much about you know the scrapbooks that I make for family and friends, things like that. I'm very much about that texture. I want you to be able to, you know, not only see the photo, but you know, feel the little eyelets and brads and the, you know, if I use ribbon or anything like that on those pages, I want you to be able to like feel that. And when I complete a page, I put it into the sheet the protective sheet, I will actually run my hands across it to make sure that it's aesthetically pleasing mm -hmm. to not only look at, but to feel as well. So you don't get that same from, you know, the photo albums are different too. Now they're mm -hmm. all on thumb drives or right. mm -hmm. backup CDs. Facebook, Facebook is like a huge photo album. Right. I it basically feel. is. Yeah. People's whole childhood is on, on Facebook and not mm -hmm. even in a photo album. Right. Yeah. So not in my house. Not my house either. <laughs> no, I want to take a lot of our photos that we have from Facebook, and it, it might be on a digital um, photo thing, but you, you, basically you just plug it in and it changes. Mm -hmm. Oh, but, yeah, that would be cool. But I, I, I want to well, get one of If you have a those. smart TV, you can do that on your TV. Mm, I no. think we do. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we would have to look at it. Um, okay, so you did archives. I well, did. What else do we have? Um, we didn't talk about the contacts. But that was, I mean, just people would come in and get eye exams. And then if they wanted contacts, they would come see me. You teach them how to put them in. I did. I would know. teach them how to put them in. I worked a lot of the front desk as well. So I would check everyone in. Uh, one of the funniest customers I had, he came in one day and he was complaining that he was having some pain in his eye. 
which was not uncommon when you work in a place like that. So I got him checked in and we had just very basic questions that we would ask just so the doctor would kind of know what was going on. And he said, well, I don't know. He said, my eyes been hurting me and I don't think it's supposed to do this. And he popped out a glass eyeball. He was messing with me. Oh, he was there for an eye exam <laughs> and he had never seen me working behind the counter before. And so he thought it would be funny to complain of eye pain and pop out his glass eyeball. And I did. I, my chair rolled probably about three feet back because I didn't know what was happening. Because he said, is, is it supposed to do this? And just popped it out. And I, I went about three foot back. Because I was like, uh, no, it's not. And then I, I realized like, what it was. No. <laughs> right. I would have said all kinds of obscenities. Oh, like, you know. I, I didn't know what to expect. And it's not that I didn't know that people don't have glass eyes. Like, I know that. But I'm. It's the initial shock. It of, is. You just the, poked out your eye, dude. It is. It's the initial shock. And the fact that it was so realistic looking when he was standing there looking at me that I had no idea that it was even glass. Yeah, then it got really real. Until he popped it out and scared me. And yeah, I went backwards from the desk. So I was like, whoa, no. Well, that looks much better than an eye socket, I'm sure. That's true. Or, you know, most people, some people have eye, like an eye patch or whatever. So yeah, yeah it was, uh, that was probably, that was probably one of the funniest things that happened while I was working there. <laughs> So, interesting. That's great. Um, it's a gosh. great story. Terrifying. Terrifying is great sometimes. Right. Uh, I worked for JustFab.com. I was a forklift. Well, I worked in inventory. I helped count inventory in the warehouse. Every single day. Every single day. Um, I would also do audits to see if when our products would come in, if people were complaining about the shoes. Uh, it was my job to go find those shoes or the cases of them and make sure they hadn't been damaged things like that. So I did everything that dealt with inventory. So I was always on forklifts and cherry pickers, things like that. I drove the, the big heavy equipment. Um, and then I actually helped with making a music video called Just Fab Shoes and Handbags that's on YouTube. I uh, actually packaged and shipped all of the Just Fab items that are in that music video. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so that Very was pretty cool. cool that I got to be kind of a part of that. So that was fun. Uh, where else? I worked at Joe's Crab Shack. I was a surfer. I remember the Joe's Crab Shack. Yes, yes, yes. I worked at Joe's Crab Shack uh, for about two years, roughly. Um, and, and may I say that where you all were married? It, underneath it the is. Underneath the of yes. crab, the Crab Shack? Yes, we were looking for wedding venues. And, of course, wedding venues were very expensive or are very expensive, can be. And we got a crazy question in our head and they, we were like, what if we just got married on the waterfront underneath Joe's Crab Shack? And everybody thought it was a great idea. And again, we paid for everything for our wedding out of pocket. So we were really on a budget and we both actually worked at Joe's Crab Shack at the time. Yeah. I was a server uh, and Jay was working like maintenance and um, guest, uh, what is it? When the hostess, there you go, the hostess, dishwasher, she kind of did a little bit of everything, whereas I was just a server. And so they said, well, you have to go talk to the waterfront committee. Waterfront committee said, we don't own it. Joe's owes it. You have to talk to them. Well, our big regional guy was coming in soon. And so we asked him, hey, you know, can we do this? And if so, how much are you, you know, would you charge? They said absolutely nothing. 
and they said you can bring in your own tables and chairs we'll give your guests a percentage off if they want to order food for the reception and uh they let us come down the night before and we pressure washed everything underneath and the next morning all of our tables and chairs were delivered and everything was set up for the wedding so we got to get married on the waterfront i know i was there it was awesome that's right you were actually in our wedding you were one of our ushers mm -hmm. actually so uh and it turned out to be a beautiful day until the reception rolled around yes you know? and then a storm rolled in but you had so. under, you were undercover we were, but it was the wind that yeah, got us. Bad. So yeah, we had to literally to just pack up everything and run. Yeah. And so. looking back now, it's it's crazy. Like, so back then, like we didn't have any money hardly or anything. Mm -hmm. Not saying that we have money now, but we're a lot fin more financially stable than what we were then. Right. And we talked about um, possibly having a do-over reception. Mm -hmm. Just the reception, mainly the reception part. We'll be married ten years this year. Which is crazy. That's flown by. It has. Yeah. Ten years it. in September. <laughs> it, I heard that. It would be, oh. It's going to be ten years in September. We thought about having just a very small ceremony, just kind of a renewal. Mm -hmm. And then having our reception since we didn't really get one and just have an all-out party. Literally. Do you still? I guess. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's been ten years now. But we have I'm a time capsule. We have a time capsule from our wedding that we said we were going to open in 10 Which years. Which is funny because it's from, it's from Cindy. It's from Cindy. I remember when I, I, was, I, was, I was with her when she bought it. No, she didn't much. buy it. She didn't buy it. She was gifted that when she got married and didn't use it. So she re-gifted it to us. Oh, we, nope, we found the... Mm -mm, we, we found, found the receipt. That's hilarious. Yeah, we found the, you know, two... It doesn't matter. We get to the oh, no, it's, no, it's great. No, we absolutely it's... enjoyed it. So it's going to be really fun. We're going to make that part of us kind of renewing and getting the reception that we didn't have is we're going to crack open the time capsule. Well, we're going to need a lot of coverage of this. And then we're going to refill it <laughs> again, seal it up, and then wait another 10 with the, years. With the next, with, with the 10 years, then yeah. the next we're gonna years? Put a, we're going to put a, Every a mask years. in there. You better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. you know. Hand sanitizer and a mask. Every right. 10 years, uh, so you're gonna I would like to. Yeah, we'll save the original mm. stuff that was in it, and then we're going to add to it things from the past 10 years of us being married that mean something to us. So 2020, of course, you know, a mask. Well, well 2021. Because it was open this year or last year? No, we're supposed to open it this year on our 10-year anniversary. It's been in the top of our closet for 10 years. Uh, because they say you're not supposed to bury them anymore. Because yeah. it can damage the stuff inside. Plus, it's not good for the environment. Yeah. So, we sealed it up and we just put it in the top of our closet uh, in the corner. Like the top back corner. I think there's blankets in front of it. So, we're not tempted to open it. <laughs> Have you seen that video where a couple had bought a house and found an Easter egg, uh, a plastic Easter egg, a one of those larger ones. Oh. After they bought the house, they were mowing the grass or something. It was apparently been run over multiple times because they pulled it up and it had like old candy in it. Oh, wow. Like old, old candy. That would be interesting. know, <laughs> right? And they said it was really ridiculous to mold. And oh, I'm sure. It yeah. was really bad. Right. Well, that's it. You know, but it was kind of cool that they, you know, it was buried and, you know, they just got yeah. Yeah. busted open a little bit. And then I would say if it wasn't busted open, it probably wouldn't be so bad because it was underground. Right. And plastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I seen one where it was they were re like, redoing a house actually, and they were tearing down a wall. And it's the picture. There's two Asian people, and they were like they're married, and it, and it had a little note that said, 
if you're seeing this, that means you're redoing you're redoing re the house. What was wrong with the way we decorated? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really I am excited to open up the time capsule because I know there's things in there from people that we may not be friends with anymore or may have lost, you know, along the way. Unfortunately, ten years is a long time, even though it's a short time as well. So it's going to be really cool just to kind of see. Because I have, I don't even remember what we put in there at I this know, point. I so I can't remember. What but I, I don't know if you put anything in there either. I have no idea. You might have. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you said you'll know. It's me. Right. So we're going to open it on our 10 year. It's going to be part of our reception, and then we're going to have kind of like a station set up where people can add to it for us to open up in 10 more years. That's so awesome. it'll be the yeah. original items plus. That means we'll have to get together and figure out a party this year. Because yeah. I plan on having a, a miniature party for my folks. Well, you know we have a good space here. Yes, definitely. Yeah, but that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. yeah. We just got to move everything. So, yeah. That's kind of where we got planned there. So, that was Joe's. And then from Joe's. That means I can have my birthday party in here, right? Uh, when is your birthday party? I know it's coming up. Well, uh, I plan on having a small one April 17th or 18th. We'll need help clean that up. <laughs> Right, right. Because uh, it's gonna be a dad party. Like you gotta come with like Jesus sandals, with side socks, and we're in like a dad party. Interesting. You know, like the khakis, mm -hmm. a mustache. <laughs> Kendra said that she can bring baby and she'll put a mustache on her. Get a mustache pacifier. Yeah. <laughs> right. I bought forty-one of those. It's great. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay, so from, from you were married and then. Mm -hmm. You worked at Joe's. Which marriage? I'm her third. You're the third. Well, technically, you're my first. Oh, first woman. That's right. Yeah. That is very true. Now, I've never been married. Now, then, you, uh, marriage is not legal. Correct. So, it are you not. legally married now? No. Are you going to fix that this next go around? We've mm -hmm. talked about it, but probably not. We just feel that we're already married. We don't need a piece of paper. We have there, even though we're married and we have things together, we also have things separately. It's um, like Goldie Hawn and um, Kurt, Kurt Russell. They yeah, even, they eventually got married. Oh, they did. Mm -hmm. Well, we have separate bank accounts. But it took them and, like thirty years. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Time, yeah, so right. we, I mean. And the we thing is, is like, this is my wife. I, I already know because we have things together. We have the house in our names together. I mean, we have property together. You know. You don't, you don't need the, the attachment of the actual right. paper. To we file our own taxes. We have our own bank accounts. And our rule has always been as long as the bills are paid, you know, lights, water, all that fun stuff. Whatever's left from your check is essentially yours to do with whatever you want. You can save it, spend it. I mean, that's up to you. And we have gotten better uh, with money. We were both really bad with money for a while. Uh, she got better. I got worse. And then now I am actually pulling myself out of it. And I'm actually getting better as well. So it's just one of those things. And there was a time that she wasn't working and I was working because you didn't work for almost a year. Yeah, because my ankle. And I was working, and working really crappy, you know what I'm saying, really crappy hours, really crappy job, unfortunately. So it did make it really difficult, and we drained our accounts because of because we were trying to, you know, keep our head above water. Right. Well, sometimes so, life just throws the curveballs at you, and you can't hit them fast enough out of the park. That's right. And it comes. we've always been, you know, 100-100. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100, because if one person... You 
you know, I don't want to say fails, but if one person can't do those things, for example, when she couldn't work, the other person has to step up. And if I'm only giving 50% and then you ask me to take on 50%, that's not going to work. So you have to give 100, 100, really the only thing that changed was well, technically the hours. <laughs> you guys give 50, 50 when, but you're, you're able to take up the hundred percent at any point. Right. Because you're married. You have each other's back. Right. I mean, if you did 100 and 100, that's 200. Right. Well, I always say, you know. But you should always strive to be better in a a relationship. You both work. You both. We do. Yes. I mean, that's that's 50-50. Well, when a household, when you both do it, you divide that in half, it's 50 Um, Okay, so you're not an accountant. I know. (laughs) So, okay, so when it comes to bills, money, blah, blah, blah. We're 50-50. But relationship is 100-100%. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I want to ask some uh, personal questions. Jay, I'm sorry. Ahead of time. That's uh, okay. Brain. What is Jay? What, what's your the pet peeve you hate the most about Jay? Sorry, Jay. Uh, no, I. It, it was you asked you the same thing. It could be her, a list. So. I mean, we'll this, be, no, the, the worst. The, the one. number one thing that gets me, I don't even know if she'll get it or not, is she will walk up to me and she will look me dead in my eye, and she will go, "Well, yeah, they said they were going to be here." Or they said they were going to meet us, but I haven't heard back from them. So I'm not sure if we're going there. Who, when, and where? You have no clue what it is. I have no clue what she's talking about. But you do know they're not try coming. (laughs) But I do know that she's been having a conversation with somebody. And I can usually narrow it down if I think hard enough. I think hard enough. Family, which would probably be her family. Because whenever we do stuff with my family, I coordinate it. Her family, she coordinates it. So it's either someone in her family. Most of the time, we don't we don't have that many friends. Or so, okay. it's you. It's, yeah, it's you. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, who are you talking about? And they'll be dead silent. But and I'm like, know. And I'm like, who are we talking you about? Know what I was thinking. And where are we going? Well, it's been ten years. You should be able to read her thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> See? You can finish my sentence. Use that customer so. service. You. Well, I told you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well then, well then, this is what really throws don't me it, off. Don't get on is, nerves. I don't care. This is what really <laughs> throws me off. Well, I told you that we were going to go to the park. Right. I remember you saying, "Yes, we're going to go to the park." But did you invite somebody that I don't know about? Well, yeah. Okay, who? <laughs> who have you been talking to? Oh, so and so. You know, they'll be like Sabrina, and I'm like, "Who's Sabrina?" From the gym. <laughs> I don't go to the gym. I don't know Sabrina. I don't know Sabrina's significant I even, other. I don't even know Sabrina. No, you know what I mean. It's an example. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is an example. It's a gym somewhere going, is that me? <laughs> so that's just an example. So she will just name some random person that I don't know, or she might have mentioned in a previous conversation. Now we're meeting this person at a park at a certain time. But they're not coming now. <laughs> According to the government. But they're not coming. And I'm like, are we still going to the I did, Yeah, exactly. Are we still going to the park? Like, what is happening right now? I had a conversation in my head. She should have been there. She tries. She has a lot of conversations in her head that I'm never aware of. So that's, that's your normal pet peeve. Jay, you're going to step up and tell her. Oh, yeah. Like, ahead of or, time. This what's is going my on favorite. Before you say they're not coming. You got to know Right, apparently. Yeah. They can't come. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is another one that gets me. 
as a pet peeve. No, no, no. This, these are my two most. These are my two top ones because you actually did this to me yesterday. Ooh, it's still fresh. So apparently. I just talked to. I'm going to use you as an example, Shane. Okay. She'll say, "Yeah, I just talked to Shane and uh, he said crickets." And I, I'm, what did Shane say? Oh yeah, he um he said, uh, uh, "Hold on, let me let me pull up my phone." And I'm like, "Okay, crickets." He's probably reading. Thank you. What did Shane say? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was, I was responding to okay, Kendra's post. In my post. defense, I <laughs> like, in, my, in my defense, I got a notification in between them. I got a notification <laughs> between the time you asked me what Shane said. Okay, in my defense, I have ADD. You do have ADD. Sometimes I can keep so, up. Sometimes that, that's I can't. my, that's my thing. Is it, it some shiny? Ooh, I gotta go here. But yeah. I can have like notification. Three. What? Right. Yes. <laughs> so the thing is, exactly. is like I can have five conversations at once and still be on track, but you have to keep my attention. But here's right. the thing: she can have five. No, no, no. <laughs> she can keep. <laughs> she can keep five conversations at once, and usually I can keep up with three of them. But there's always those two random ones that I have no clue what she's talking about. I know. So oh, well, of course you do. <laughs> I try to piece it together with the other three, and half the time I come up with something so good. I'm like, no, this can't be right. So, this is so off the wall. But yeah, so she'll go to look up the text message to tell me what you said. But Kendra will comment or respond to a comment that she posted about the baby. And it'll go, you know, she'll get that notification. And I'm like, okay, but what did Shane say? Oh, sorry. Look at this picture of the baby. Isn't she? And I'm like, what did Shane say? We'll get back to that. We're going to circle back. Yeah. And then the I get, well, hour. hold on, woman. That's what I get. That's what she says to me. Hold on, woman. I'm getting it. And I'm like, ugh. I'm finishing the first five conversations and I'm starting them up. I'm going to go retract right. again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so those would have to be my two, my two most um, pet peeves about Jay is those two things. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love it. Whatever. Well, we're out of time for today. All right. We're going to need you to come back. I will definitely be a guest going forward. I definitely This has will. been an absolute delight here in your backstory. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> At Jay's expense, man. Right, pretty much. Yeah, towards the end of it. Well, we certainly appreciate you coming in. Thank and you. And we know you have more story to tell, so we're going to keep having you back. I do. Yeah, this is only part stories. one. We're going to have part two, seven, 27, 31, and three. Uh, probably 13th link. <laughs> yeah, back. just all over. Right. It's going to be all over the board, but definitely. Stay tuned, definitely. Yes. So, Heather, <laughs> do you want to uh, plug in your social medias while you have an audience? Well, I do have TikTok. Uh, it is my number one social media right now. I do use Facebook as well. Uh, Facebook is going to be Lady Heather, one word, last name Cruz, C-R-U-Z. And then I am on TikTok. I do toy unboxings and some witchy stuff on there. So you can look up Eclectic Pagan Witch on TikTok and shoot me a follow. So, and then I recently just got a collaboration slash sponsorship with MindfulSouls.com. And I do have a coupon code if anyone's interested. Uh, if you have a way to put it on your podcast thing, but it's MS underscore and then the word crystal because they sell crystals and all that fun stuff on Spell there. crystal because so. there's a bunch of different ways. That is true. Uh, crystal, like, so, you know, like crystal is like C-R-Y-S-C-A-O. Yes. So it's MS underscore C-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Uh, it is a one-time use, but you'll get 20% off your entire order. So it's worth it. Yep. Definitely. Use your stimulus. <laughs> there stim you go. Use your stimulus. Stim stim use that stimmy. 
Right. Muscles, so mindful souls. souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and it's kind of metaphysical stuff for okay. positive energies. Yeah. Right. Well, we all can use positive energy after last year and what we're going through this year. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you. We really appreciate you. I know that, I know Jay, although he's sulking right now, he appreciates you too. I hope so. You're okay. Eh. I got okay <laughs> three weeks ago. It's okay. My okay is friend. My okay is friend. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Deuces.